Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Hey, go over here. Today we're talking about this faith. We've been talking about faith, right? Now everybody take out a notepad or a pen or your phone and just write these scriptures down and put them on something they're good to know. Okay, faith. Everybody knows what faith is, right? Go to Hebrews 11.1. One. Let's just look at this real quick. I'll shift gears a little bit, Angela, real quick. King James will be great. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Okay, look up there. When you guys look up there, you'll see it. Okay? Because everybody, you got faith. And let me tell you why you're developing your faith. Okay? Now listen to me. This is really important. This is serious now. And I know you know this. You might not need your faith right now, but one day you're going to need it. And when you need it, it's too late to develop it. That's why you thank God you go to church where we teach you the word. You know what I mean? Because some would be, why, why you go to church? I ain't going to church with no politician sitting in no pulpit. You got to know God. Get his presence to show up. You know what I'm saying? See how he likes it? You see him walk in the room? You feel his presence. You speak God's language, he shows up. God's language is faith. Can't fabricate this. You know what I'm saying? How did he come in here like that? You speak his language, he'll come in. You put a demand on his presence and it'll come. I'm smart enough to know this. I could talk all day long. One word from him will change your life forever. One touch from heaven change you forever. So he'll be sensitive in his presence because he's here. Wants you to know stuff about him. So look, now... You see it? Now faith. You have faith. Problem is this. Sometimes we don't know how to release it. Because forming it isn't enough. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll give you the first part early. So faith formed is good, but faith not released doesn't produce. That's what James was talking about. Faith without works is dead. If there's no release or action side of faith, there's no what? Results. When he says faith without works is dead, faith without energy, giving it substance, right, to produce, doesn't do anything because a belief that is not released doesn't produce. Now, the question should be, they didn't mix faith in Hebrews chapter 4. How do I mix my faith? How do I release my faith? Because having faith isn't enough. Believing something isn't enough. You have to... Think, say, and do. You got to release it. The three ways that you, number one, kind of like consciously understand released faith, besides what we do not know that God does supernaturally out of our hands, is you got to think, say, and do. There's a think side of faith, there's a say side of faith, and there's a do side of faith. The moment you start thinking faith-filled thoughts, you start stirring this up because faith works in the thinker because he could do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I ask or think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So thinking is getting, because watch this. You ever do this in your head? God gives you something big, and you're like, oh, I don't think I can do that. What'd you just do? You disconnected from faith. So it starts, it, the incubator of faith starts in the mind. It's the conceiving side. You have to conceive seed. 
So what happens if you think it? You'll start saying it. What happens if you don't think it? You ain't going to ever say it. You discard it. And then we've got to hear again. Faith comes by hearing. and hearing by what? Word. What happens if you reject what you hear? Word. And what happens? That means you've got to hear again. Because how fast does faith come? As fast as you hear. How fast does faith go? Woo! How fast does it go? As fast as you reject it. You better get that. Where's faith come from? Faith comes by the word. So here's what happens. Hope goes. My, so situations, let me show you how it works. Situations in life arise, and they're not good, you know, bad, maybe not the way you want it to be. And you go, man, this is tough. What do I do? You got to find hope. Where do I find hope? Find hope in the word of God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Good report. What was an evil report? Evil report is when you say something different than God said. What's a good report when you say what God said? How'd they obtain a good report? They said what God said. And by the words, they frame the world they live in. Because we understand that by the word of God, the world was framed. So you frame your world with words. What's a carpenter do? He frames What's he do? He puts it together. It's like an erector set. You ever look at plans? I've looked at plans before. I didn't even know what I'm looking at. These guys that read them, they're like, oh, yeah, that's the thing and this and that. I'm like, what are you talking about? Looks like a bunch of sticks to me. But when they look at it, right? You look at that stuff, you understand it all. How you do that? Because I could see what the sticks produce. I just see a bunch of sticks. You see the finished project. Why? Because you've been working with that material. You get so good at faith working with the material, my God in heaven, you'll start seeing it before you, you'll be shouting before anybody could see it. You know why? Because I know where it can take me. See what I'm saying? So we understand by, by words was the world framed. The word that God spoke. Well, look at, they got to see it. Put up Hebrews 11.3. You okay? You, you feel God in here? It feel, feels good, right? Through faith, see it? Through faith, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So that the things which are made are not made to the things which are seen. So you're telling me this chair that's here physically, I could touch it, was not made of things seen? No, it was made from words. Words made that. And then when words came together, somebody envision that thing and put it together but it was first in the thinking side of man god said light nobody knew what light was light be all he saw was darkness god pulled light out of himself and shot it through the universe it's still moving the earth's still moving at the speed of light why because god it didn't stop he didn't tell it to stop it's ripping through the atmosphere light because god said it all you engineers, smart people that know all that stuff, you can tell me how fast. It's still moving. It ain't going to stop. God didn't tell it to stop. My God, you see the God you serve? <laughs> it'll mess you up. So I say, well, I ain't smart enough. I ain't got to be smart. These guys will tell me. These guys are smart. They'll tell you how fast it's moving. They'll tell you how to. Yeah, it's good. You got to be smart. You know? But are you seeing what I'm saying? God didn't stop it. So just obey. <laughs> See what I mean? Worlds were framed by words. Now watch this. So this is what happened last week. 
Last week I come in here and I told you something. I said, look, I, said, I know what happens. I come in here and I tell you this stuff about the Bible and you go, yeah, good, but you don't know me. Yeah, good, but you reject it. And I understand the side of rejection that hits you sometimes is you don't believe you're qualified for it even though you are because you're sharp. Look at your neighbor say, you're bright. Look at your neighbor say, God's got you. God's got, look at your other neighbor and say, God's got you. Man, I'll tell you what, God got you, man. He got you hardwired for success. Come on, don't that feel good? God's got you. You know what I'm saying? He's got you, meaning what? He got a plan for your life. But I come in here and I tell you all this stuff, and all you do is think negative about yourself a little bit in certain areas and feel not qualified, right? And I said, okay, I get that. So then the Lord kind of helped me with it, and I said, is that even good? He said, yeah, it's great, because I want you to even say something more. I said, okay. I said, what do you want me to do? I really felt it in my heart. And he's like, you have to understand your part. And I said this last week. I said, hey, because we're continuing. I said to you guys, hey, you know what, guys? I give you an opportunity to believe about yourself something greater. It's my job. It comes with a job. Something greater than you think about yourself, and that's why it's okay for you to think it. Did you get it? You know what I'm saying? So you go, oh, man, you don't know what I was doing last night, Pastor. I don't care what you're doing. It's not based upon your performance. It's based on your position. So I keep telling you who you are in Christ. Okay, not, That's not a license to sin. That's ridiculous. People make no sense. Well, you're preaching. No, what I'm, I'm just trying to get you to catch up to what God made you. If you're still sinning, you're just ignorant. That's all. People that are struggling with sin are ignorant about the, the power that God has already given them. Now, ignorant might be a strong word. I apologize. But you're just not, you're just not renewed in your mind enough yet. You know, it's just not renewed in your mind enough yet. You're like, I don't know who I am. Well, you stick around me. I'll tell you who you are. Once I tell you who you are, believe it because you don't know who you are. So I go, all right, God, how do I do this with these guys? So he said this. He said, you know what it is? He said, you give them, this is big, now pay attention. He said, you validate as an authority what they can believe about themselves and what they can say about themselves, but that ain't enough because you let faith come to them now they got to do something with faith to work for them. Did you get that? So you're like, can I say that about me? I go and say, yeah, say it about yourself and say it twice. Now here's the problem we run into. We ain't talking enough about what God said about us. And it isn't good enough that I just said it. you got to start creating verbal affirmation to change your future forever. Did that make sense? Now, I'm going to change your life. Today, your life is going to totally change with confession. You're going to understand the value of confession greater than ever before and understand why you have not been confessing. Because hearing isn't enough, and you have to start saying it about yourself out of your mouth. No one explained it. They just told you to do it. When people don't explain why you're doing it, you won't do it. Let me explain to you why. I can validate what God said about you and give you agreement in, in, about it in the earth, but you have to speak it over yourself to get it to come to pass. Everything. Even the things I tell you. Nobody's ever preached this to me in a day in my life. If somebody would have told me this 25 years ago, my life would have been a totally different place than it is right now. I wish somebody would have told me this. Because everybody just kept saying, well, say what God said about yourself. you got to hear it in your ear. And they gave you all these reasons why they got to hear it in your ear. This is the best I've ever heard it, what I'm going to tell you today. Because what goes hearing in my ear? I can't understand that. Why do I got to say it? You say it. I believe more in your words than I do in my words because I know your authority in my life is greater than my own. Why do I got to do it? Because here's what you got to understand. 
You have to agree with what I've spoken or what the Bible's spoken about you or what you hear in a moment and say the same thing God says to release it in your life. It's the only way to do it. It's a law. Did you get what I just said? It's a law. You know what I'm saying this? And I said, okay, prove it, because I'm not just going to preach it without proving it. And he said, okay, he goes, go read Mark 11, 23 and 24. And I said, what's that say? Of course, I know what it says, but what does it say about this? He said, whosoever shall say in that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now, we used to tell you this, he shall have whatsoever he believes. No, 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 slow. He shall have whatsoever he says. All right, go, to, go, to, go there. Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say in this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. You're only going to have what you say. So here's my deal. If you don't start doing more talking, this is all you're going to be seeing. So I bring an authority from the word of God in agreement. And I felt like God's like, you do the same thing I did in, when I was walking the face of the earth. Because you could just put the word in front of them. But if they don't say what I said about them, they're only going to get what they see. And that ain't enough. You don't see far enough. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to, five, I want you to 10x, 100x your life with saying. You're going to leave this building saying more than you ever said a day in your life. You're going to start building a lifestyle of affirmation of what God has said out of your mouth. You ain't, you ain't allowed to talk no more the way you want to talk. Okay? For you, some of you know what I'm talking about. You're going to start you're going, and all day long. You're talking all day anyway. You know what I'm saying? You're talking all day anyway. So I like, and then some of you are negative. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't nudge. This morning at 9, they start, I said, don't nudge, and they nudge anyway. Don't do it. You're going to get in trouble, bro. It's going to be a long afternoon. I can't get you out of some things. You know what I'm saying? It's her. No. Hey, come on. Don't be negative Nancy. And if your name's Nancy, I'm not calling you out. You know what I mean? You got to be careful being negative because it starts creating an atmosphere that now you constantly live in, and you got to watch your mouth. Okay? Now, let's look at some scriptures. I'm not going to keep you all day. You know what I'm saying. Look at Proverbs. Did you get what I'm saying here? You gotta, you gotta multiply the saying. You're not speaking enough. You're not saying enough. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a law. James chapter two, three. You know, three says this. It said a rudder on a ship and a bit in a horse's mouth tells it where it's going. What have you been saying? Well, I, I, I'm complaining. No more. You can't complain. You gotta stop it. But I want to do. I want to. No, you just want to have an emotional release of nonsense. You ain't allowed to. Stop complaining. Cut it out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. You don't know how I feel. Who cares? I want to tell you how I feel. Okay, that's cute, but if your feeling don't lie. Now, listen, I validate. I empathize. I understand. But after a minute, well, what's, where's the word of God in this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the Bible say? Now, nobody wants to talk about the Bible when they're mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get this out. Then you can tell me the scriptures. No, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? You, are you getting this? You pulling this in? So I, I can't complain. You can't be like, well, you know, don't be negative. 
You know what I'm saying? Look over here. Look at Proverbs 18. What is that? 20, yeah, 18, 21. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. What did he say? Death and life is where? In the power of the tongue. They that love it will eat the fruit thereof. You're going to eat the fruit of your lips. I don't like what I'm eating. Change your mouth. Wow, I'm getting pretty tan. You can tell by my teeth. Look. It's been cloudy all week. I don't like that. Yeah, man, you better get, you better get ready, bro. You think I'm kidding? I'm going to Bahamas. I should have been there by now. Glory I was going in the thing. They got to open it up. You're going to fly me, too. Where's Todd today? He need to get, better get ready. I'm just going to, you build them and he'll fly them and I'll just sit back and eat peanuts. Glory to God, that sounds good, don't it? Yeah, they're building them. He knows how to fly it. I'll just sit back there and drink Coke Zeros. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, now you're, now you're coming with me. Ah, oh, see, I see how it is. Good. Hey, all right, Jerry. Okay, everybody's on the travel team. Look up there. Proverbs 18. You see it? I'm letting you meditate for a minute because you're like, why is he telling jokes? I'm not telling jokes. I'm over Death and life is in the power of time. Well, my words don't matter. Your words are putting you over or putting you under. Your words matter. Your words are killing you, man. And you want to just, I just want to say it. Don't say it. Because you want to know why? It's a law. I'm trying to help you just settle it in. I'm not picking on you. Look, this is not a beat you up, come in here and beat you up thing. It's not about that. This is about help me see what the Bible says. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm a, it's going to get better. Look at, look, at, look, at Matthew, look at Matthew chapter 12, right? 33, right? That's what it is. Either make the tree good or the fruit good or the tree corrupt or the fruit corrupt because the tree is known by its fruit. He ain't talking about trees. He's talking about you. Let's see your fruit. I'll tell you what you've been talking about. See what I'm saying? You ever get around those people always want to hold you in contempt? What's wrong with your window, bro? You know, people blame you for who they are. See, I don't know none of you like that. You know, it's so like, how do you read my mind? God, no. But you know what I'm saying, like, right? They're like, oh, you this, you that, you this, you that, you, you this, you that, you that. Maybe that's what you are. You just try to call me out on it. Look at it right here. Pop that up there. They need to see this. 12, 13. Either make the tree. Did I not tell you that's what I said? Either make the tree good or make the fruit good or else make the tree corrupt or the fruit corrupt before a tree is known by its fruit. Oh, I got some stuff for you today. Ain't this good? Yeah. You think he's talking about trees? No. <laughs> no, he's talking about me and you, man. He's like, look at your fruit. Look at your, what kind of fruit trees? Some of you are fruit, real fruity tree. <laughs> Smack the fruit off you. And don't get me going, bro. You know I'm real close down to slipping. You know what I'm saying? Because, look, if America needs me, Disney definitely needs me, and the whole world needs me. My God, after this, I'm running for Congress. I should be the President of the United States. Glory be to God. Because, bro, if you don't know, if you don't know some simple things, just call me. Oh, my God. Don't get me. Aaron, if I get going, I need security just to keep them from coming and get me. That's the only reason why. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them take me. These ding-dongs can't figure out nothing. And they stupid is stupid. Did he just say they stupid? They stupider than stupid. And some of you people just like, well, you know, no, they know well, you know. I told you the end, the end of this thing is going to be good versus evil. This is not about, I told you this, you didn't want to listen. When everything was going crazy, it's about 
color and race and gender. And, nah, man, this is going to come down to good versus evil. You better wake up. And evil is trying to slip in everywhere and trying to make everybody divided and all crazy because they're nuts and got devils. Now, all these people you see on TV, you know that, oh, you know, I am the president. He got devils, not the president of the United States. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know, whatever. But, you know, I'm no jury of anybody in the White House. Cut it out. It's a joke. Relax. The guy don't have devils. But you know what I'm saying? Like, these people got evil agenda, demonic activity, and you're over there going, well, you know, it's just a human being. That ain't no human being. That's an evil agenda, a doctrine of devils with an assignment to destroy America and the world. Wake up, man. And you guys sitting over there going, if it look like the devil, it smells like the devil, it must be the devil. You understand? If it's got death and life, come on, man. What's it connected to? Will you wake up? Demonic in its being all the way around. And then the church like, well, you know. And then the church want to do this. Well, just love everybody. No, fight everybody. I ain't fighting with these. Stand your ground. I believe in righteousness, man. I believe in the blood of the lamb, man. Come on. You do too. Look, and there's nothing to do. Don't, don't come down. Don't come ask me what I believe. Believe whatever you want to believe. They're nuts anyway. They're going to not change their nutness. But I'm not going to change my righteousness. And if you got a problem with my righteousness not lining up with your nutness, it ain't never going to line up. So we got division, baby, and it ain't changing because I'm not compromising. And then you could go do whatever you want to go do because I know who I serve. So that's it. You just stand your ground. Right. What do I stand for? The Bible. That's it. You know, and they all want to ask you 105 questions, you know what I mean? So I got to preach the Bible because I'm not a politician, glory to God. So thank God. Amen. I'm funny, though, right? So look right here. See this over here? Because I'm trying to get you to the tree. You the tree. Now watch this. I'm going to help some of you. You need to hear this. This next point, I never said all the years preaching. Because some of you want to go, why is the abundance of your heart messed up? Well, I'm going to show you why, okay? Old generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? He's talking about people. For out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. So watch this. You ready for this? What's been coming out of your mouth is in abundance in your heart. Okay, now watch. Pay attention. Don't, don't get moving in here. You need to get this. What? You, you better understand this? What is in abundance in your heart is coming out of your mouth. Now watch this. You're going to love this. Rocks, you're going to love this. Check this out. The Lord said to me this morning, I know why some of you got problems, you know? You paying attention? You're like, why are you fighting this husband's wife? Why'd you call me that? Right? Do you ever get ever say anything cross or mean? And you're like, how can you think about me like that? Or you say something mean about your wife, or your wife says something, or your friend, or somebody says something mean. You ever think like this? Don't you? We do it in the house sometimes. Like sometimes I'm a little curt with my mouth or something like that. My, my wife probably thinks, well, how could that be in your heart? God didn't say what's in your heart is the truth. <laughs> he just said what's in your heart got in there through abundance. That's a miracle. That's, that's miraculous if you really heard what I said. He said, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He didn't say what's in your heart is the truth because your soul's connected there. You, could have, you ever see people talking like crazy and that ain't no truth in it? How can you as a believer do the same thing? You let the wrong stuff get in your eye. You let the wrong stuff get in your ear. Now it got in your heart and now that stuff starts popping out your mouth. Cut it out. Just wash your thinking, and this stuff won't start coming out. He didn't say what comes out of your mouth is the truth in abundance. He just said whatever's coming out of your mouth got in the heart through abundance. That's why you can be mean and cross and say goofy stuff and not act right and do wrong things and get mad and say something hurtful, but you don't mean it, but it got in there. Yeah. 
And now what do you got to do? Now you got to try to get that word back. And some of you dudes, you in trouble because the minute it left your mouth, 35 years later, she is going to remind you what you said on Thursday at 7 o'clock. Because I'm going to tell you right now, she can't hear nothing. She can't hear nothing. I love you, honey. You can't hear some things, but my God in heaven, you heard everything wrong ever came out of my mouth like book of wisdom. I love you. Looks so cute. Y'all, all you guys are lying right now because you're scared. Because you're sitting next to her. I got distance, so I can say whatever I want to say. Bro, how can you not remember any of this? You remember that, though. You know what I'm saying? You remember that? You know what I'm saying? You all know what I'm saying. 22 years ago on Tuesday, you said this to me. Remember when you said that? By the way, Tuesday was sunny, 83 degrees. Wind was blowing out of northeast, and you said it. <laughs> She's deep, bro. She's deep. We're like, we're like stupid. We're like, huh? What? I said, what? When I said that? Huh? I, yesterday you said it. I don't remember it. <laughs> My frontal lobe. You know, you got something got a frontal lobe thing? It goes out. Once I get, once I get excited, my lobes are shot. <laughs> that is funny. That's what it is. I'm so excited, I can't think. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on. But look what he said. Out of the abundance of the heart, let the mouth speak. So how did he get in the abundance in the heart? Came in your eye and your ear. Now watch this. Here's the good news. How do I reprogram my heart? With my mouth. That's why... Somebody else's words aren't as good as yours because you got to get your words out of your mouth so you can put them in your heart. That's why you got to start speaking, I love my wife. I love my enemies. I bless them that curse me. I do good to them that despitefully use me. Out of Every day, you got to be a walking, talking book. I'm listening to me, man. You ain't talking enough. You ain't talking enough. I'm not talking enough. You're not talking enough. We're not talking enough. You're talking wrong stuff. Stop it. Verbal affirmation all day long. You got to verbally affirm everything God said all day long out of your mouth. It's got to come. Well, it's your faith releaser. If you don't start talking, I'm telling you, you, you know what you're supposed to I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm, I'm on to something here. You should be talking all day long to yourself. That's what he said, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to your heart. Be not drunk with wine, but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs in your heart. Basically, you do this. You're talking to yourself. I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All day long, all day long, all day long, all day long, all day long. And especially when situations arise. It might seem like it's a lot, but guess what? You can't afford not to. You got to get up on the affirmation. Look what it says right here. Come on. We're going to keep going. Right? A good man at a good treasure's heart bringing forth good things. An evil man at an evil treasure bringing forth evil things. Oh, my God. Keep going, right? What? But I say to you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Idle words are unemployed words, useless words going nowhere. But the devil's going to use them. Look at read real slow, because I go a little too fast. Every idle word that men speak, they got to give account of. That means everything that comes out of your mouth, every word. This is red letter. If you got a Bible in your lap, it's red. Jesus said it. Are we, is there going to be video? Let's hope to God not. <laughs> Can you imagine some of those tirades you'd be on? I'm going to get some popcorn and kick back. Ooh, look at you. <laughs> Yo, bro, I won't get mad at you during your video if you won't get mad at mine. All right, deal? Straight up? Let's make a deal right now. And now some of you people that talked about me, I'm going to let it slide, all right? Like at home, because I've been talking about you too, bro, you know? So it's cool. <laughs> 
I keep you long. He don't shut up all day. Keep going on and on. Pass credit. Rah, rah, rah. Time again to get out of church. He's a jerk anyway. <laughs> I know you did it. I know you did. I had somebody the other, a couple months ago. It was funny. It was so cute. I go, all right, here's the deal. Let's just stop. Because somebody said, you said this, and I said this, and I said, you don't know who it is, like, what the story's about. And I said, look, bro. So we got on the phone. We were talking, chilling. I said, look, let's just, be, let's just get this over with quick, because I like to resolve things fast. Why, why linger? I go, look, there is stuff that I have said about you in private I do not want you to hear. <laughs> I'm straight up. And I said, now, but here's the deal. Because I'll sit down like men. I can sit down with anybody. I can take it on the chin. I'm, I'm strong enough. I said, but I'll make you a deal. I guarantee you there's stuff you said about me in private you don't want me to hear. How about we just call it even and move on with life? Sounds good to me. they like, sounds great. Let's go. Not in a mean way, but there is some things you discuss in private you don't want to broadcast publicly. Okay? That's the problem you got right now in America. Because all these people reading people's emails and snooping and snopping and doing all that stuff and getting all weird. And somebody said one thing in context, in private, now they want to plaster it all over the world because that's where we live in. And then, well, good. If you're willing to show everything in your closet, let me see everything in yours. Right. You know? And then it's like, oh, don't come here. No, you know what I mean? If you can have transparency, let's have transparency. Right. But I got news for you. Before you're going to get there with anybody, you got to get here with yourself. Pop that right up on there because you're going to love this. It gets worse, right? Every idle word men shall have, they got to give account of the day and judgment. Oh, Jesus, help us. I hope you don't have surround sound, right? 37, for by your words you shall be justified. Justified means just as if you never sinned. And by your words you're going to be what? Condemned. Condemned. That means no hope of change. Condemned. Delinquent. Void of power. So life and death are in a tongue, and so is what? Justification and condemnation. That means your mouth is putting you over, putting you under, and it's a law. You cannot live beyond your confession. So you keep talking wrong about yourself, you can't go beyond it. That's what he said about the rudder. Remember the ship, the bit and the horse? You steer them, shows your body. The rudder shows your body. Did you get it? So here's the deal. It's a law. You can't live beyond it. So what's been, what, what do I got to do? So here's the checkup from the neck up. Checkup from the neck up. What have I been saying? Man, I'm so broke. You better hush your mouth. You're releasing laws. I can't afford that. Shut it. Don't you say that no more. We broke. Shh. You're in the process. Now, look, I'm not saying denial and all that weirdness and all that. No, Christians, you love to deny everything you're afraid of. That's not what I said. Call those things that be not as though they were. You just keep calling everything the way you see it. That's all you're going to get. Call it the way it what, want. Don't call it what you see. Call it what you want it to be. God will quicken it to dead and call those things that be not as though they were. That's Romans. God gave you the grace God gave you the grace. Now let's say, I, I can't do that. No, you don't want to do it. Choose to do it. God will give you the grace for it. God will quicken it to dead and call those things that be not as though they were. Because Abraham didn't stagger at promises, but he gave glory to God. See how it works? You okay with that? You all right? So what am I doing? What? Faith is released in my words. Faith's released in my words. What happens if you ain't releasing faith-filled words? 
You got your harvest. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. So say, well, it's a law. It's gra- gravity's a law, guys. You understand what I'm saying? Look, you want to see it? I'll give you the last part, okay? Did you get, what, did you get the magnitude of what I was saying, though? Yeah. Did you pull that in? You got to mix it. You want to see it? That's how they got shot out of the promises. Of God. You want to see Hebrews 4 and 1? Look at Hebrews 4 and 1, all right? And then I'll read you something cool. You, you want some more of this? You want to go home? More. All right, look. Three people said more. Everybody else in the room was like, get me out of here. <laughs> Jesus, good God. It's been here 45 minutes. <laughs> Let us therefore fear. Everybody's like, who's the jerk that said more? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, you guys did good. You didn't let it out of your mouth. You just thought it. See, you're getting better. Sooner or later, you won't even think those things. It's okay. You're, getting, you're developing. You're developing. Okay. Let us therefore fear, just in case one of these promises of us entering the, uh, entering the rest, we should not have become short of. And he's talking about this. These were the children of Israel getting ready to go into the promised land. Like God's like, look, get out of this. You're leaving slavery. You're leaving the bondage. You're leaving the Egypt. The, the hardness, and I'm taking you to a plan flowing milk and honey. I'm taking you to a promised land. It's going to be great. This was these guys. And he said, great. He said, just in case you fall short of a promise, not receiving it. Get it? That's what he's talking about. And look what he says. Verse 2. Don't come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well unto them. The them were the children of Israel trying to go in. He said, you're doing the same thing they did when you hear the word preached. What? The word preached didn't profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. If you don't mix faith in what you hear, you're going to be like those guys. They fell dead before the promise. That ain't going to be us. You understand what I'm saying? But if you hear it and don't mix faith with it, it ain't going to come to pass. Just because God said it, you got to have faith for it. And faith is just a belief. That's all it is. Just believe. And it's hard to believe when you got pressure. You know? Because your head gets squirrely. Like, ha, rah, well, rah, Gets all goofy. How do you, how do you, now I'm going to tell you this. You want to know what the mixer is? Your tongue. I, believe, therefore I, speak. I like that. Speak it all day long. Come on. You hear what I said? What's the mixer? My tongue's the mixer of faith. I like that. I, I like that. Come on, man. I got to mix it. I got a belief in here, but how do you mix it? With your tongue. You got to say it. I'm going to be rich. Just keep saying right? Come on, look. You got you to speak it based upon promises. Uh, today's today's going to be a good day. Get up. You got to speak it. Tell them, don't, they, don't, they don't need to tell you what it's going to be. Tell it what it's going to do. Come on. Say it. Now, how do I know I'm right? Now, we'll just leave it there, okay? I'll skip the, the other thing. I'll just take you the quick part. This is what you need to hear, okay? This is important. God takes his spirit. Puts it in man. Hebrew translation says he made him a speaking spirit. Well, why did he make him a speaking spirit? Because you can't have dominion without words. Don't, why did God make you talk? Because he made you in the image and likeness of him. He knew without putting his spirit in you to say what he wants you to say, you're going to be here and have no power in the earth. You would have been under the rule and reign of the fall of man forever, but he put dominion in your mouth. Man, you got so much power in you. Now you're going to get it connected. We're going to connect it. Once you connect it, you're going to start speaking everything. Call those things that be nice. God put you in the same character and design as himself. He made you in his likeness. and his. Now, why doesn't it work? Because you don't have value in what you hear. Okay? So you say, I tried all that. It didn't work. You can't try it. You got to do it. 
and you got to understand something. The reason why it hasn't been working as good as it should for all of us, me included, is because we have not ultimately valued what we heard to be the ultimate truth. We have compromised in our belief system to believe what we heard. And we have compromised to believe what we say. And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says shall come. He didn't say believe what God said. This is the problem with mankind. We think it's what God said. Who cares what God said? That's sharp, but I'll, I want it to be sharp. I want it to do, affect you. I want it to, I, I, with my mouth, I'm trying to wake you up. Who cares what God said? Until you say what he said, and it becomes your truth, it ain't going to do you no good, because you didn't mix it. And by the way, I got news for you. God didn't say what he said is going to come to pass. It already has. He said, when you start believing what you say is going to come to pass, then it's going to work for you. Because what I said already came to pass. You might not see it, but it's here. Come on, somebody. Ask light. <laughs> Still moving. You see it? You see it? So now watch this. How do I get there? I got a value. What I hear. Does it make sense? Now, why is our mouth? I'm done. Why is our mouth? Not working right. You can play. Why is my mouth not working right? I didn't value what I hear. Okay, watch. I'm looking at some of you guys. I'm looking at Churchman. I'm looking at Steve. Okay, if I went to you with my books, okay, guys, best CPA going. I bring up my stuff. I go, this is a mess. Trust me, if I brought them to you, it'd be a nightmare. But you can help me. I would not second guess what he told me to do because I already trust him when I went to him or otherwise I would not have gone to him. The moment I drop those books in his lap, he's going to give me some things to do when I leave the office. Because I value who he is and what he does, I'm going to do exactly what he tells me to do because I'm not that smart in that field. Do you see it? I ain't going to jerk around with this. I'm going to get in trouble if I do. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to say, do this, do this, and you do it. If I go see you, you're going to do the same thing. I go see my legal guy. I go see Todd. Look, you're a lawyer, man. What do I do? I don't even read these contracts these people gave me. I gave him the last one I had. I didn't even look at it. I just signed it. You were right. You know, you, you were right. You said the only thing that could go wrong is this. It went wrong, and we were still okay like you said it was going to be. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I go to Billy. Billy got cameras around the house. I look on the phone. I see where they're going. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Why do we go to everybody in certain things, right? I go to you. I ask you something. I go to you. I ask you something. If I ask you, if I'm asking you something, I'm not going to I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm going to go to you guys with all my algebra questions because I don't understand it. Right? So... You get what I'm saying. We come here and we go, well, what is God saying? And we're second guessing the character of God to the validity of it being a truth? Stop it. Go op- don't even open your Bible a- another minute and don't come back to-, to hear the word of God another minute until you've already rightly divided in your head. Everything I hear that God says, I'm going to believe to be true even though I can't see it. Even though I don't understand it, and even though I, that's it. From this day for Kenneth Hagin said something, I never forget it. I'm sitting there, right? And he goes, I was in the Bible, reading the Bible, doing my thing, blah, 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 telling stories, doing his thing. And he said this. He said, all of a sudden, I started noticing revelation knowledge wasn't coming to me so easy. And I said, well, when Brother Hagin starts talking like that, you want, to, you want to track it. He's a very smart man. He spent a lot of time with God. What was he talking about? He said, I started noticing something. He said, I wasn't coming to me as easy as it was. And he said, I didn't know what the hindrance was. And he said this, and I'm paraphrasing the whole conversation because I don't remember every detail, but I remember what he said. He said, it looked like the light was getting dimmer. Like I wasn't getting as much illumination from the word of God. And he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, what is it? He said, he goes, he goes you didn't do the first thing I told you, so I'm not going to tell you another thing. 
And he said, what do you mean? He said, I told you to do something you've seen in the Word of God. I think it was like walking in love or one of them things. And he said, you didn't do it at the level I wanted you to do it, so why should I give you more? And what he was basically saying was, you've seen the walk in love. You chose not to. Why am I going to give you more knowledge of the Bible to go do that you ain't going to follow the instruction of? So he said this. He said he purposed in his heart. He said he opened the Bible. He said the next time he opens the Bible, he said, I might not be perfect at it, but everything I see God said and everything I heard God told me to do, from this moment forward, that's what I'm going to do. And he said it was like somebody pulled the dimmer switch up and turned the lights back on. What am I trying to get you to see? You can't go in there second-guessing the character of God and this, that. Bump that. Don't just, set, not me, forget about me, settle in your heart that if that Bible says it, and I read it out of that book, and I see it, I might not know how he's going to do it. I might not know when he's going to do it. I might not understand it. I'm just going to believe God is who he said he is, and he can do exactly what he said he'd do. And even though it doesn't fit my logical brain, I'm just going to go and trust that God is God. And when it doesn't look, doesn't feel, doesn't say, doesn't show, I'm going to still stay with what God says. Is that Okay. Now, go to Ephesians 4.29. I got to let you with this. Some of you got to realize this, okay? And I'm going to leave you with this. They're going to pop it up there. It says, if you knew God in 4.20, and he says, put on the new man that's been basically new. Don't talk like the old guy. Put on the new vocabulary. Put on the new vernacular. Say like God says. Be the communicator and orator God has called you to be based upon knowledge of Christ. Okay, before 2.9 makes it real simple. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edification that it may minister grace unto the hearer. Okay, listen, if you're my friend and I go out with somebody, PL's been with me, I change the subject real quick. You start talking about people, I don't want to talk about people, man. That ain't my bag. I'm a quick change thing. Now, we goof around about some of the dizzy stuff that goes on, but you never know about it. But if I'm out with you and you want to go talk about a friend of mine or something, I ain't doing that, man. I don't need all that nonsense. That's drama to me, right? Here's what I want you to know. If what you're saying does not minister grace to the hearer, don't say it. Amen. Is that okay? Yeah. Can you pop that back up there? Let them see that. Yeah. Minister grace. Let no corrupt communication Proceed. out of your mouth. Did he say justified or condemned? Condemned sounds like corrupt, don't it? Yeah. He said the seed that you received is not of corruption but of life. Why are you going to speak this nonsense over people? And stop sharing your dream with goofballs. That's some of your biggest problems. I'm not looking at you, like, but maybe I am for a reason. You know what I'm saying? You're like, a, man, I'm telling you, PL was with me. I went somewhere not too long ago. The people got blessed. And I was like, and I, I, did, not like the, I did not like the feel of that room. And I'm a feel dude. Like, I'll feel. Like, if you start getting dissed, I feel it. Right? Like, not feelings, but feel. I live in feel. And I did not, the guy shared about this really cool thing. They got blessed, and I did not like the feel of the preacher in the room. And I was like, we're going to go celebrate. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you hit a good golf shot. I'm not that competitive. I get excited about it. You know, I really do. I'm not that guy. I don't live my life like that. Like, I don't compete with anyone. I compete with this guy. He's my greatest enemy. Oh, this guy? I try to kill him every day. Because I don't want him to dominate me. I need to dominate him every day. He needs to think better. He needs to go farther. He needs to see more. You, I like you. You know, you, you, you drive it. I want to, I want to be the passenger. I don't need, you got it. I'll just sit there, you know, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy, but here's the thing, man, don't blow somebody's candle out. It doesn't make yours brighter. Cut it out, man. Just be like, you know what? I ain't got, I ain't got nothing good to say. I ain't going to say nothing. Speak edification. Just if it ain't edify, you know what, if it doesn't build somebody up, don't say it. 
Just go on to another subject. Change subjects. You know, you know, so-and-so. No, man, build it up. If it's not building up, get used to speaking only life. So if you just out of it, you say, Pastor Chris, I don't know what the Bible says. Here's what you do, right? I think this is the best thing I ever got with this. Filter it through love. Would God's love say that about somebody? Would God's love think that about somebody? Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is not jealous. Love doesn't boil over. Love doesn't get weird. Love doesn't get good. Love don't respond like that. God is love. You don't need to know all these scriptures. You just got to know, hey, are you going to that? Go. Would God say that about somebody? Would Jesus say that? Would Jesus think that about me? Would Jesus think that about you? Come on, no. So what you do, start living a life that's filtered through love. Once you start doing that, your life's going to start changing. I promise you, Will, it has to. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.